A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Say hello to a new era of mental health care. Cerebral is here to help you achieve your mental wellness goals with professional therapy and medication management support. 100% online you'll experience the all-new Cerebral Way, an innovative approach to mental wellness designed around you. You'll get a personalized treatment plan from a therapist, prescriber, or both in a safe and judgment-free space. Your Cerebral therapist or prescriber will outline a customized plan with clear milestones along the way, so you can get to feeling your best. With Cerebral, you're not alone in your mental health journey. We're here to empower you to live a fulfilling life. So take that first step towards a brighter future and sign up today at Cerebral.com slash podcast and use code ACAST to get 15% off your first month. Offer only valid on monthly plans. Other exclusions may apply. Offer ends July 31st, 2024. See site for details. The Opinion Line on Cork's 96FM. I saw the sign as it was coming in this morning and I had seen it as well uh, last week and I thought to myself, that's going to be fun when it happens on the 14th of August. The closure today of McCurtain Street that closed about 15 minutes ago to all traffic and will reopen again, um, one assumes, if it's opening on time, at 4 30. Shane Clark is Director of Operations for the Victorian Quarter VQ. Shane, what is happening today? Why have they closed it? Good morning. Morning, PJ. Um, Short-term, seven-hour closure to do some essential uh, road crossings works. So there's never a particularly good time, but Monday, summer holidays, is uh, is as close to the sort of sweet spot as you get. Um, so, yes, yeah, we should be all done by this afternoon and then traffic will flow freely thereafter. So the painting crossings on the road, is that it? No, it's services, so it's utilities. I, don't ask me to go into the details, PJ, because okay. I don't have them, but it's it's basically uh, the utilities that are going under the road, I think, at two locations. On I see, I see, ducting and stuff like that. Okay. All that sort of Okay, so when it's, when it's, how close are we now, Shane, to the completion of something you and I spoke about a while back, the, the, the new McCartan Street? Well, we're the council and the contractors are doing a fabulous job. They've pretty much finished on the northern side. Planters, so trees, foliage, you'll start seeing possibly this week, certainly next week, we'll start making a real impact there. Uh, the southern side was always going to be more challenging because people might know, but there are cellars underneath the southern side. So there's always a bit of a trepidation about putting a timeline on that. But we'll certainly be finished by the end of the year. We have jazz on our radar. So our conversations with the council and uh, the jazz festival are such that it'll be really tidy for that. Well, when but, you, when know, you when say the southern my, side, that's interesting, Shane. Where, where are those cellars? So I think under under about, I'm guessing about two-thirds of 
the buildings there will have mm. cellars. So if you go into, say, McCurtain Wine, you go down into a cellar, and he'll have a cellar that extends basically out, not not onto the street, but under the current pavement. So there'll be structural issues to make sure that they're supported yeah. in each and every case, and each and every case is different. Yeah, yeah, because I remember my, my pal McKenzie had a pub down there years ago on the other side, there near, actually what's now the Shelbourne, one side of the Shelbourne was McKenzie's, and he had a the yes. cellar going way, way down underground. You'd wonder, like, yeah, when, you do, when you do a lot of work in an area like that, you've, you've got to be very careful structurally, don't you? You do. And they, they knew that from the get-go. So the surveying was very good. So they've been into everyone. But I suppose the line is, look, you know, these are, these are, these are old structures. Yeah. Uh, they have to carry a lot of weight in the future, uh, particularly if there's any vehicles going to park on them where they wouldn't have previously. So, uh, look, they're, they're making very good progress. We're not hearing of anything uh, from any of the businesses or from the contractors who've been terrific. We're not hearing of any particular plans, but they're, they're, that's the challenge on that okay. side, and that was always anticipated. With regard to traffic access going forward in McCourt, a lot of people asking, when this is all done, what will be the traffic arrangements? Will there be parking, for example? So you're starting to see on the on the northern side. So uh, you're starting to see some of the parking there. There's limited parking. There's certainly loading and there's disability parking. But much of the parking on the street is taken out and given back to pedestrians and given back to sort of tables and chairs. So a much more sort of European atmosphere sort of going forward yeah. on on McCurtain Street. Yeah. The traffic will it? It won't be two way, Shane. Will it? No. It'll be two way, PJ. It'll be two way. You're um, kidding me. So it'll, it'll it's I'm narrow. Not kidding, you know it. Well, look, they they have to comply. They have to comply with regs, and that includes buses, and that includes deliveries, uh, buses both ways. Now there is large pull-ins for the buses. You see, a, down near Thompson's, there's a double pull-in there, so there's no hindrance to the traffic behind it. But basically, the way the traffic is sort of orientated up to McCurtain Street should take a vast volume, sort of circa. 50% of the traffic volume out of the street. So uh, there'll be less traffic competing uh, for the space that's there. Yeah. So we, we anticipate a much quieter, calmer uh, McCurtain Street. You know, it'll be busy uh, yeah. rush hour. Because I, I, I remember and, when uh, they start to expand the pavements out and I thought, okay, right, that's down to one. And then I thought, they're going to, what's two two is I mean, all I, hear, all I see in my head is traffic jams. But you're confident enough that won't be the you like to look five years younger in a clinical study people that had volume added with juvederm voluma xc in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment look younger feel like you add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with juvederm voluma xc reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with juvederm volure xc for important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Keith. Uh, look, I'm sure with all schemes, there's a bit of teething. Uh, but I think, look, the VQ, the business community, uh, are very pro 
are very pro what's happening. Uh, you know, it's a place we want to see people, lots of tourists, lots of residents, lots of people coming back into Cork City. I was just in, uh, I just had the joy of being in Amsterdam for five days. And the crowds and the tourists in those sort of streets with that sort of atmosphere is just something to behold. And I think that's what we, mm-hmm. we can expect uh, over the next coming uh, there's, there's, there's a big learning, though, um, Shane, before you get to that point, because Amsterdam's been doing this since forever. There's a big learning. Like, if you take it now, Patrick Street is going to be northbound, or Patrick's Hill, rather, northbound. Bridge Street has a northbound lane, but what's going to happen? This huge change. People are going to struggle to get used to the new layout. They, look, they, they human nature is such that people struggle with a bit of change. But the other aspect of human nature is three months down the line, they forget all about the change and they accept the new normal. And I think they'll find that the new normal is significantly better. So come the come when the sun shines again in the early summer, I think we'll have something really special in Cork and McCurtain Street. You're very enthusiastic about it. <laughs> I am. Well, look, in two, I'm, paid, I'm paid to be enthusiastic, but also I live up the road and I've been involved in the city centre for a while. And I think, look, you're dead right, PJ. This is a learning. I think uh, there'll be lessons from McCurtain Street, but I think this mm. approach is something that we could see across the city. And it's part of a, you know, a significant change in Cork, yeah. uh, making it a real sort of a people-friendly city. And I think that's what we want. Yeah, Paul is asking a question. I'm not too sure whether it comes into your remit to answer this, but with regard to the closure today between between now and and 4.30. Why couldn't they have done it at the weekend, says Paul, or at night, I'd add to it. Uh, look, I'm I'm not the person to I'm not the person to answer uh, that one. I'm afraid, Paul. Uh, I'm sure the council and the contractors looked at all the options and okay. the costs and so on and so yeah. forth. I was down there this morning before the closure. It was very very quiet, which was a good thing. Will there be a taxi rank where two or three taxis can wait for people? And say outside I the sh- Shelburne, I, outside I the net. I, I doubt it, PJ, to be honest. I don't have that detail. I'm looking at what the what the our colleagues in the council said, but they didn't put that in there. But I would I would doubt it, but I, I could stand corrected on of that. Course, of course. Yeah, because you know the way they're, they're, they're gathered there between, say, the Shelburne and the Metropole, and it's not an actual taxi, taxi rank. It's kind of unofficial, but... Yeah, it is yes. It's going to be. It's going to cause. Well, look, I'll, be, I'll I'll certainly be down. I'll be down this morning, and we look. We've got a great uh, line of line of communication into our colleagues in the council, and they've they've been doing. Look, I think it's set up to be a real success. They'll be okay. out of there by by this evening. And all right. Good. Uh, it'll, it'll, okay. It's all good for the future. Whoever's on the phone here to us is seems very have great doubts that that um, there will be any provision <sighs> for taxis, and is worried about that. Um, has that been discussed with? I mean, give, given the nighttime economy of McCurtain Street, there's a place there for taxis, isn't there? It should be anyway. Oh, sorry, but please, please, well, you you weren't you weren't just referring to uh, you weren't just referring to today. Apologies. Look, there, there's plenty of pull-in bays and short-term bays there. One of the things we've got to ensure uh, for the proper running of the street that th- they are such that taxis can pull in and people uh, are people okay. abusing those, so that we free up that. And that's look, and that's definitely something that we will be keeping an eye on, okay. with our colleagues. Okay. The so there will be else. spaces for taxis to pull in. Very good. Oh, yes, sorry, I, I misread your question. Yes, it definitely no, no. will be. It's okay. All right, listen, it's all by way of progress, and people can complain, but at the end of the day, it is happening, and we... You you say we'll all be very happy in the end, Shane. 
I look come back come back to me in in uh, in uh, sunny day in, in April and I'll, I'll I think uh, your lines will be buzzing saying look it's a great thing for Cork. Right, look forward to it. Shane Clark, director of operations with VQ, Victorian Quarter. So Burton Street closed from now until around half past four. Closed to traffic. They're making us a lovely omelette. We've got to break some eggs. I don't like what's happening to Patrick's Hill. That's very. Um, Selfish for me, because I've been parking my little motor there, coming into work for the last couple of years, and I'm wondering, oh God, will I be able to park there now? That's very personal, very selfish for me. But at the end of the day, it's happening all over the world. Cities are becoming more people-friendly, more walker-friendly, more bike-friendly. And kind of, you can either live with it and get on with it, or you can moan about it till the cows come home and get absolutely nowhere. Willie at, um, oh, down at the Spar. Willie O'Brien down at the Spar says, the reason the work is done during business hours, I forgot this, Willie, thank you. The reason the work has been done during business hours is because the street is partly residential and people could be sleeping, trying to get some rest. Thanks, Willie, for that point. Of course, there are apartments up and down. There's a hotel and, and all, a couple of hotels and all of that. Because you'd kind of think, right, why don't they swoop in there at midnight and work till 6am in the dark of the night so they'll be drilling and jackhammering and all that carry on trying to put you... T- Thank you, Willie. That, that, that clarifies that one. Corks 96 FM.